You're listening to the 60th edition of the Bitochen Podcast, and we're going to continue in Sefer Bitach Bashem, and we are going to read from a section he has here, Talmudei Midrash Bitochen, a section from the Gemara, from the Midrash, and they speak about Bitochen. And he gives us a little introduction here. I'm about to bring for you, says the author, a number of Gemaras and Midrashim that speak about the concept of Bitochen Bichtei, so that the person who's learning the Sefer can see the very first Mekayr, it's the very first sources for the concept of Bitochen, Mitzayr from Forshah Chazal, alongside the explanations of our sages, and other uh, explanations that will be in parentheses. So let's see. Amar Ravin Bar Rav Ada. The first section that he brings is Gemara and Brochus on the Vavavim Abayz. And the Gemara says like this. Let's say a person is used to coming to synagogue every single day, and for some reason he doesn't come on a particular day. Hashem asks the question, where is he? Where is this person? Rashi explains, What is the reason why this person didn't come? Shinemar is based on a verse in Yeshaya, in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10. Hashem. Who amongst you fears Hashem, fears God? Listen to the voice of his servant that went in the darkness and doesn't have light. Okay, so what's the explanation of this verse? So it brings from Rashi, Yurei Hashem. What does it mean in the verse? It's talking about somebody who is a person who fears Hashem. That's his nature. How is this represented? It's represented by somebody who is used to coming to synagogue. So that shows that he's a Yurei Hashem. It shows that he fears God. And he would like to indeed pray to him and ask for his needs. The verse says that he went in the dark and he has no light. Asher. Now he's gone to a place of darkness. Says Rashi, the explanation for the verse is that right now he's gone to a place which is dark, meaning it seems to me spiritually dark. He didn't go to a place, he doesn't have the light of the Besaknesis of the synagogue. He doesn't have that spiritual light. So, says the Gemara, If the person went in order to do a particular commandment. That's why he's not in shul, he's not in the synagogue, because he's on his way to do a positive deed, a spiritual deed. Then he has light. This means, or it means that his actions are something which God wants. But if he went in order to do something of a personal nature, his own personal needs, so then... He does not have light, as that verse says. Yiftach b'shem Hashem. The verse continues there. You should trust in the name of Hashem. My time. What's the reason? Meaning, says says the explanation here. Why is it that if he's doing his own personal thing, he went on his, you know, he skips, he skipped shul. He didn't go to daven. Why? Because he was doing personal things. He went. He had a reason to go. He has an excuse, so to speak. So why is, it, why is, he, why is he lose out? 
Why does he not have light, as it were? Says the Medrash, it's because, I'm sorry, the Gemara says, the Gemara Brach, it's because he should have trusted in Hashem and he didn't trust in Hashem. So what's the explanation of this? So he brings the Marsha, the Marsha says like this, very interesting, very important idea. And with that, we're going to come to, you know, this, this podcast is coming out late this week. Usually I try to get it out Tuesday or Wednesday latest. But uh, a person, so, so a person is going on his way. Why? He's going for personal reasons. Why? Because he's going to deal with his parnasa. Sounds like a good excuse. I have to get up early in the morning. I have to go on a flight. I have to, I have to skip the, the synagogue. Says the marshal. Why is he going? He's going for a valid reason. He has to get Parnassa for his family. He has to take care of them. So even though he's working on his livelihood, and even though it's an important thing and it's an obligation, but he should have trusted in Hashem that Hashem would give him his parnasa, his needs, his livelihood. A person thinks, well, I, can't, I have to skip shul because I have to get to a certain place, I have to get there by a certain time, I have to do this in order to have parnasa, I need to go on a certain flight, etc. Says the Marsha, don't make those cheshbanes, don't skip out on your spiritual needs, for your physical needs. You have to trust in Hashem. Says the Marsha, we find later on, it's very interesting. It's also Gemara and Brachas. The Gemara says that the Hasidim Rishonim, the earlier righteous individuals, they would pray. They'd pray for a long time. Each davening, each prayer would take them an hour. So that's three times a day, that's three hours, but that's not all, says the Gemara. They would be quiet and they would meditate for an hour before, and they would be quiet and they would meditate for an hour after. So nine hours a day they were spending on their prayers. So Gemara says, in, later on in the Gemara and Brachas, so if that's the case, they're spending so much time on their davening, they're spending so much time on that preparation and the follow-ups, so then how, what's going to be with their learning? And what's going to be with their parnasa? So Gemara explains that since they were uh, chasidim, since they were righteous, therefore Hashem helped them, that their parnasa, their, they didn't forget their learning, even though they spent less time learning, and their parnasa, their livelihood was misbareches. Lach de misbareches. Their livelihood was blessed. They had a special blessing because of the fact that they were chasidim. So the marsha is explaining to us that if you want to know how to succeed in your livelihood, it's not going to be because of extra efforts. It's not going to be because of skipping out on spiritual things. It's not because of skipping out on shul, trying to get to a certain place by a certain time in order to make that money. No, says the Medrash. No, says the Marshal. No, says the Gemara. The person has to be absolutely committed to his, his synagogue attendance, to his making sure to be in shul. The person has to be committed to his relationships and his commitments, his relationship with Hashem. And that, through his bitachin, as the Marshal says, through his having faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having faith in Hashem, that he's going to get his needs, that's what's going to provide him with his needs. It's, going to, it's a spiritual approach. It's a spiritual way of dealing with it. It's not going to be accomplished in the way that he thinks. Or perhaps you could say it's not the best way for it to be accomplished because the person does it in a spiritual way. So he has his parnasa, he has his livelihood, and he also has his relationship with Hashem goes 
it, it continues to, to be in a way which is not going to be blemished. It's a very powerful idea, counterintuitive. Chazal tell us, the Gemara Brachas, counterintuitive. Don't skip out on anything spiritual. Make sure your commitment remains. And that's really at the heart of what Bitochen is. It's that sense of commitment. When I am Bitochen and Hashem, I'm showing that I'm committed to my relationship with Him. And I believe that He will provide for me all that I need. And therefore, Kaddish Baruch comes through and I receive all that I need. Recently discussing with somebody in the base of Medrash with the idea of Bitochen. And, you know, as we've said before, but it's in this context important to reiterate I have a choice. Where do I put my ishtadlis? Do I put my ishtadlis into efforts to getting what I want? Or do I put my ishtadlis into, where do I put my concentrated efforts into my bitachin, into my relationship with Hashem, into my trust that it's going to be good because Hashem is going to help me. Okay. Now let's see another Gemara. It's a Gemara also in Brachis and of Samech Amun Aleph. Taner Abanin says like this. My there was a story. Oh wait, before we get to that, we'll get to that. Before we get to that, I just wanted to say that um, in relationship, it's very interesting because I was deciding where should I begin now, move on, we finished we finish reading from the Grah, and there's different sections in the Sefer B'dach B'Shem. Someone mentioned to me the Rabbi Beno B'chai, which I'm also interested in, perhaps we'll do that next. But uh, there's a section here with this Gemara, with the Gemaras and the Midrashim that speak about B'tachon. And the first thing that I read was this section that we just read together. And it was clear to me, you know, I was debating what should I do because this week I was involved with uh, creating an album, finishing the album, uh, crowdfunding, raising the money, etc. It's a tremendous amount of time that it takes, and Ishtadlis, of course. And uh, maybe I should just leave it this week, we'll continue next week. But then, when I saw this, when I saw this section, you can't skip out. You have a commitment, Baruch Hashem, we've been doing almost every week, pretty sure, been working on Vitachin, we've been the Parsha podcast, you know, been going on for 15 years, every single week. And uh, but Vitachin, we need that injection of Vitachin every single week. And when you're working on Vitachin, Akadish Borhu shows you that he's there and that he's helping you and that he's guiding you. And so this was a reminder. We can't skip out on the things that are important. Even though today, you know, usually I don't like to do it so late in the week because if a Parsha podcast coming out soon as well, have to create that, have to work on that. And, and also put that out, etc. But, Bezat Hashem, we can't skip our commitments, we'll get everything done. Hashem will help us. If we show up, Hashem will be there. If we, you know, the classic saying is, if you build it, they will come, right? If, you're, if you come, Hashem will build it. That's the aside of Bitachim. Okay, Tan Rabban, Let's see, we'll, we'll, I think we'll read one more section here. There's a story with Hillel. He heard screaming in the city. He came from, he had gone, been on some kind of traveling trip, some kind of trip, and he came home. Hillel Hazakin, Hillel, the famous elder Hillel. And uh, he heard people were screaming in the city. Something was wrong, something terrible had happened. He said, I'm absolutely certain that this is not coming from my house. Absolutely certain it's not coming from my house. And interestingly, it's probably going to be next week, but we'll see uh, more about Hillel Hazakin and his bitachin when it came to the, his Shabbos preparations about the food. Perhaps you've heard of that. But when he came home, he said, I'm, I'm sure that that screaming is not coming from my house. And he was right. He was right. It was not coming from his house. So his bitachin was very strong. 
says the Gemara about him. The verse says in Tehillim in Psalm chapter one twelve verse seven. Mishmu rola yira, nochen libe betuch b'shem. From a from a a person does not need to fear any bad tidings. He should keep his heart absolutely firm in his trust in Hashem. So, so what does that verse mean? It means what does that mean? I don't have to worry about anything because I have Yitachan. And Hillel Azakim wasn't worried about this, this uh, screaming that's going on. It was for sure not coming from his home. You can read this verse in either direction. In other words, you don't have to be afraid of a, of a negative, of, of a bad tiding. Why? Why do you not need to be afraid of bad news, of anything that sounds like it's something that's bad that's going on? Why? The reason is, we can read it forwards, that I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be afraid of, a, of, a, of something that might be going on that's, that sounds like it's negative for me. Why? Because I have, the second part of the verse is explaining why I don't have to be afraid in this understanding. My heart is absolutely certain Absolutely certain, Hashem is going to take care of me. That can't be coming from my home, heaven forbid. You can also read it in the opposite direction. That the first direction is, if there is bad news, I don't have to worry that it, that has to do with me. The other direction is, if I have bitachin, I don't have to be worried that there will be any bad news even. Okay, so I can read it in either direction. And Rashi says, wherever you find this verse, darshaned, either way, it's going to be the same resulting understanding of the verse, whether you read it uh, forwards or backwards. It's the same idea, and the idea is that a person has to have no fear, and when he does, so everything is going to be good. Rashi, the Marshal explains the Rashi. You can read it this way, you can read it that way, and it's doubled in order to be machazik, in order to strengthen it, to give it power. You can read the pasuk. You can read the verse in either direction, forwards or backwards, because this is to teach us that this idea is very powerful, very strong. It's something that's absolutely certain. If a person has real bitachin, person has real bitachin, then they can know, they will know that good news is all that they will hear. And I have to tell you that Baruch Hashem, I recently got, I can't, I don't want to talk about all of the details of the story, but from a particular person, I got very good news, and it's somebody who is involved, was involved with Bitochen, working on Bitochen in the way that we're talking about. Very good news, waiting for a long time for, for a certain Simcha. Baruch Hashem, they have that Simcha. And Bitochen really works. And it really works when we work on it. Because Bitochen is about a feeling in our hearts. It's about a sense that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is helping us. He's going to help us. He's with us. He's, he's there. No matter which way you read the Pasuk, he's there. Hillel Zakin wasn't worried. And we don't need to be worried. And that is also the message of the first Gemara, which we brought the Gemara in, in, in Brachas. We don't need to put in so much Ishtadlus 
to the point that we end up skipping out on the spiritual things in our lives. No, we need to be machazik, the spiritual things in our lives, to the extent that we strengthen our relationship with Hashem, our attendance of shul, our learning, etc. To the extent that we strengthen those things, we become more and more encouraged in the sense, the word encouraged means to have courage. I have courage. I have strength and courage. My heart is absolutely certain that Hashem is going to take care of me. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.